welcome to the Metamorphosis Podcast. My name is Nordia Shireen, and I'm so excited to invite you on my journey of growth. Change is constant and can be difficult, but experience has taught me that it is necessary. I pray for the discernment to navigate my faith, my fears, and my growth. And I hope to encourage you, whether you're in caterpillar or butterfly season, that a win is a win at any time. So as you begin to feel uncomfortable, too big, too small, too wide, or like you can't fit, metamorphosis. Yes, 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 yes. It's your favorite host, Nordia Shireen, and I'm back again with another pod for you and to give you all the business on your favorite podcast, Metamorphosis. Yes, I am back and we are stepping into 2020 more. You heard what I said? I said 2020 more, okay? More joy, more peace, more happiness, more love, more money. Okay, we are stepping into 2020 more. Don't forget that come with more work, more stress, <laughs> more bacchanal, more comments, more wahala. But that's all right. That's all right. We're going to get to it and we're going to get through it. Okay. Same guy brought you through 2023 is the same one that's going to bring you through 2024. The same guy right now. Same God back then if he did it before. Y'all know that song? That's by um that's by Ty Tribbett. Same God or whatever. That's that that song is fire. I like that song. If he did it before, he'll do it again. Yeah. Same God right now. Same God back then. Yeah, that song is fire. That that song I like that one. That one is a banger right there. Um, so yeah, we're going to get right into it and we're going to start off with our favorite icebreakers. You guys already know if you listen to the last pod that I'm using these game cards that I got from Target called Self Love. So we're going to pull these three cards. We're going to answer them together. You already know how it goes in your bathroom, in your bedroom, in your car, in your house, at your job, wherever you listening, you're going to answer these with me. All right. So we pull in the first level, which is the past. And it says, what have you grown to love about yourself? Um, I think I've always loved myself, but um, I think something that I've grown to love is my ability to lead. I think at first I was always very much um ashamed or not ashamed but shy about being a leader about being someone who you know called the shots about being someone who was gifted about being the person in the front of the room about being the presenter and you know what now I've really grown to love that about myself it's what makes me stand out it's what's make me stand out in school at work anywhere I go really um I've been able to really grow into and begin to love and understand 
my leadership ability, my ability to teach, my ability to take something and present it to someone in a way that anybody could understand, not only understand it, but they're intrigued and they're interested and they're locked in with me. So I really have grown to love that quality about myself because at first I felt like I was being like boasty or a show off. But now that I've grown, I've realized there's nothing wrong with acknowledging that I'm kind of where it's at. (laughs) All right. I ain't going to do too much. I can hear y'all saying that I'm doing too much. I'm not going to do too much. We're going to go to the next card. We're going to go to the next card. But I really used to be scared, y'all. I used to be not scared, but I was like, you know, very like shy about taking up space you know um the present card which is level level two it says what are you trying to tell yourself um I think the thing that I've been trying to tell myself and assure myself with is that I am capable of making good decisions I am capable of making good decisions. I think that's been hard for me. I've always wanted someone to tell me what to do. Even now, still, I get into a predicament. I get into a rut. I get to a crossroads, and I'm looking for people to say to me, well, this is what you should do, or you should go left, or you should go right, because it's what I'm comfortable in. I feel better when I know that I have someone I trust giving me the answers but I think this season I've been leaning a lot on my own expertise my own intuition my own wisdom and knowledge and making decisions and I have been constantly telling myself that I am capable of making good decisions so um yeah I'm really trying to tell myself that and I'm really trying to stick with it And it's been helping, like, affirming myself with it when I'm in a stressful situation where I don't know what to do. Um, Being able to trust my gut and trust my decision that I know what's best for me and I can do what's best for me. And it's even better having the safety net of I'm not just doing what's best for me, but I'm taking the input of God And what he says through my reading, through my meditation, right? Because we always think it's just prayer. Like, oh, we have a situation. Let me get down on my knees and ask God. Like, there's some things that you don't need to ask God, baby girl, because they're like written already inside that book that you don't open up. Okay. So I think through the reading and the meditation, I'm able to like gauge my situations and circumstances and say well this is what I'm gonna do and I feel okay with it and I feel all right with it so that's what I've been telling myself oh I like that one that one was good let's see what the second card says no third card my bad third card is future and it says what do you no longer want to wait for I do not, I no longer want to wait for enough money to have fun or to go on vacation or to do things that make me happy. I don't want to do that anymore because I think that money, all things, materialistic things, things of this world and this life is fleeting 
And I think this idea of like saving, saving, saving is such a barrier to actually just enjoying life. Yes, I do want to have a security. Yes, I do want to have a safety net. But also, I don't want to live life preparing for a good time. I want to have a good time. And I think the first part of that is just living within my means like I think a lot of times we end up with that mindset is because the things that we're aspiring to is so far out of the spectrum of what we are realistically making and and doing that we spend our entire life just aspiring and I'm becoming more okay about where I am in life and trusting my seasons and so I'm not waiting no more to go and have brunch, to book a trip, to 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 go do a fun activity. I don't want to wait no more. And I think that we shouldn't, you know. Um I'm not saying now go live, you know, paycheck to paycheck and spend your whole pay to go to Jamaica. I'm saying that try to be a little bit less rigid and frugal when it comes to doing things that make you happy you know if there's nothing to reap there's no benefits of all the hard work that you're doing it becomes even more tiresome than it actually is so it's important to give yourself something to look forward to so that it makes the work worthwhile and easier okay So as we get into a little bit of reflection about 2023 and where we came from, I want to really reflect on who we were, who we've become, and who we are aiming to be. And so as I look back at 2023, I see a young woman who still was very dependent on other people to tell her what her role was, who she was, what her journey should be. Um, And I found comfort in relying on other people. And um, I became someone who learned to rely on myself I became someone who was capable of being relied on and I am aiming to be someone who is at peace with choosing my own path And I'm aiming to become someone who is gentle and kind and empathetic to the people in my community and in my surroundings, to my family, my loved ones, my friends, anyone that I am in relationship or covenant with. I want to be a better person, woman, friend family member to them so I think that is who I was who I became and who I'm aiming to be with that said we are going to go straight into our next segment of the show what would Jesus do wwjd
In this segment of the pod, I throw out a hot topic, question, or circumstance, and together we discuss what we think, how we feel, but ultimately imagine, consider, and contemplate what would Jesus do. It's an opportunity for us to dive into our word and get clear about who we are and what God actually wants from us. So let's get into it. Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned again. Yeah. Come on. Uh. Uh. What would Jesus do? I ask you, what would Jesus do? What would Jesus do? I ask you and you. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back. And we are getting into what would Jesus do this segment. And the question that I'm going to pose to you all today that we're going to nipple on together and I'll share my little thoughts is, should we wear makeup to church? Now, I know that we have a lot of thoughts on this, but I really would like if you guys really got back to me on this. Should we wear makeup to church? Now, I'm going to start off by saying this. The Bible does talk about wearing makeup. It talks about, you know, the Jezebels and whatsoever and so on and so forth. But it also does talk about like women of faith wearing um, adornments and jewelry and, you know, enhancing their beauty and such and such forth. So um, should women wear makeup to church? Now, I know what you're thinking. You're wondering, do I? Yes. Yes, I do. Okay, the eyebrows be on fleek, the lashes be fluttering, and the gloss is popping. I am in my makeup to church. Um, Personally, for me, I just feel as though makeup is um, literally irrelevant to my walk with Christ. Um, I do feel like as long as it is not distracting or it has not become like this vain um, idol to me, that it is totally appropriate and I'm fine to do it. Um, I can't help it that I'm pretty. And that's just my thoughts on this straight up. Like most people, most women, they don't wear makeup to church because, you know, there is this like idea of looking modest or whatever. Specifically in my religion, wearing makeup to church is like an entire hazard to your actual outfit because the amount of things that go on. But me, I'm gonna put that makeup on, honey. Um, I, when I was younger, never dressed up for church i mean i'd be at church and like flip-flops my feet would be ashy my clothes would be like like totally crinkled ramful and i just did not take pride in how i dressed to church and you know one time my mom she preached this sermon about you know how we show up to church how we present ourselves for worship and she talked about like getting into the state of worship and it starts with getting ready and getting your clothes prepared and all that and all that could be um a form of an act of worship and i said to myself after hearing that sermon I'm going to go to church and I want to look good because you know why when I go out into the world, I do my best to look good. And and so it's not that I feel like I don't look good without makeup, but I do when I want to get special, um, specially dressed up and I want to do 
uh-oh, and I want to do what is important to me, I put makeup on and I get cute. And so after that, I started putting makeup on and getting cute for church and really, you know, putting myself together because I feel like it's important. Not only is it important that we show up for God as our best, but just as a representative of Christ, I just feel like it's important to look put together and look well dressed. So should we wear makeup to church? I don't know. Maybe you guys can send me some scriptures. Maybe we can get into our Bibles about this and see where we're at with it. And maybe we can even bring it back to the next pod to see what you think. But my vote on this is I'm going to have to give the makeup to church a hallelujah because I like to look good. And that's just the fact of it. And that's just the end of it. And if you feel differently, you got to convince me, honey. You got to convince me that I'm going to go to hell. Because to me, it's totally irrelevant. It wouldn't mean that literally, like, that would, if if it was just, a, it wouldn't just be makeup, it would be everything, you know? Um, so we can talk about it in the comments. Make sure you hit me up. What would Jesus do? Should we wear makeup to church? All right. Jesus, oh Jesus, what would Jesus do? Tell me what would Jesus do? Thank you for listening to that segment of What Would Jesus Do, WWJD. I am so thankful that you have been listening. And as we go into 2020 more, what I want to say to you is that you have been doing your best. You have been trying your hardest and you have been putting in the work. So now that we're going into 2024, I want you to enjoy the harvest enjoy the fruits of your labor enjoy the benefits of the things that are coming to you and just be feeling secure in knowing that whatever is coming to you is meant for you whatever you want you can attract you have to work hard for the things that you want and you have to put in the effort that is necessary to gain all the things that you want in this life So don't be scared of a little hard work. Give it your best shot and give it your all. As you go into this new year, I want you to feel strong, successful, invincible, powerful, and most importantly, grounded and in peace with who you are, who you've been, and who you are becoming. Thank you so much for listening to Metamorphosis. And listen, if you're feeling like you're too big, you're too small, and you can't fit, then girl, you already know what you need to do. I told you on the last show, okay? (laughs) I can't wait to see you for the next episode. I know this one was a little bit short, but bear with me. We are getting into some new things for this new year. I'm so excited to bring to you guest interviews, to bring to you new segments, to bring to you new opportunities for this show. Thank you so much for being a follower. Thank you so much for being a supporter and for being a part of this army. I love you and I cannot wait to speak with you again on the next pod. Bye.